But first, let's get a little joy in our life and let's listen to Dick Cavett. It's like a wild bronco that Dick Cavett's trying to ride a horse. Talk about a Clapper vision. Oh, and Clapper vision will be KCP and his quadriceps and the MRI. I have a great Clapper vision for you, so stay tuned for that. And the clinic will be open later. The number is 877-710-ESPN. But let me brighten your day immediately about using the past. Listen to Groucho Marx telling a story about his childhood with Dick Cavett. We used to go to school in the morning. My mother always fixed sandwiches for us in the morning to go to school because we lived in 93rd and the school was at 93rd. But by the time we got to school, we were hungry again. <laughs> so we always ate our lunch and then we went home and had lunch again. <laughs> My mother was always so astonished. She's like, prepared lunch for you. Why don't you eat it? She says, we ate that on the way to school. <laughs> this is why I didn't get an education. <laughs> and Dick Cavett talks to him about his history and his past. It's odd to see you in New York. You're usually in it's California. It's odd to see me? No, odd to see you in New oh, York. Yes, because... I don't come here very often anymore. This is my birthplace. That's right. I was, I was in born your... in 78th Street, in between Lexington and Clay. <laughs> then we moved to uh, 93rd Street, and I lived there for about 14 years. Mm-hmm. I was there the other day. They're tearing down part of your old neighborhood. This is not just a coincidence, you know. <laughs> everything down. They turned the schools that I used to go to. That was at 96th Street and Lexington Avenue, PS 86. Royal Piper was the something that they used to holler. Mm -hmm. They hollered other things at me. The guy was just too much. Well, remember the song Somewhere Over the Rainbow? It was written by Yip Harburg. Yip Harburg also wrote a song in 1939 for a movie that Groucho Marx made called At the Circus. This one's called Lydia the Tattooed Lady. I'll play a little bit of it. Oh, Lydia, oh, Lydia, say, have you met Lydia? Lydia the Tattooed Lady. She has eyes that men adore so, and a torso even more so. Lydia, oh, Lydia, that encyclopedia. Oh, Lydia, the queen of tattoo. On her back is the Battle of Waterloo. Beside it, the wreck of the Hesperus, too. And proudly above waves the red, white, and blue. You can learn a lot from Lydia. He's singing that song. He's 80 years old. Are you kidding me? But the song is from a movie he made in 1939 called At the Circus. He's he's 80 years old, and he's going to reminisce, tell a story from making that movie in 1939 involving a gorilla. So listen to the value, the power, storytelling, his, his brand of comedy, the great Groucho Marx. Listen to this story about a gorilla in a movie at the circus. Groucho Marx. This is a song from a picture called uh, A Day at the Circus, which we did at MGM. And uh, I sang this in a Pullman car. But... <laughs> Now, why are you applauding a Pullman car? There aren't any more Pullman cars. Anyway, we, in this picture, we had a gorilla. It wasn't actually a gorilla. It was a gorilla skin with a man inside of it. Sure. And uh, he had a manager. This gorilla skin had a manager. This is true. And we engaged him to bring the pelt over to the studio. Listen to this. And then we engaged a man to go inside of the gorilla skin. 
and he also had a manager. So we had two managers there for one gorilla. <laughs> and this, this game was awfully hot, you know, with all the lights, and it was in the summer, we are doing this scene, and during, uh, during lunchtime, the fellow who was in the skin, he went over to the lunchroom, and he got an ice pick, and he bought about 40 holes in this uh, gorilla skin. Oh, my God. And when he came back, he was very comfortable inside of this uh, skin. But the manager got wind of this, the manager of the skin. <laughs> and he was in a rage. And he says, well, we're not going to permit this. And he says, give me my skin. Get that guy out of there. <laughs> and he threw the pelt over his shoulder and walked out of the studio. Now, we had about three more scenes to do with the gorilla, but we had no skin. <laughs> we had no gorilla. So we had six people from MGM rushing around San Diego and all around that section of California looking for another monkey. We needed a, another gorilla, but we couldn't get one. We got an orangutan, which is only the, as half the size of a gorilla. Did you know that? I, no, but I do no. now, and I'm glad. And then we had to get a midget. We had to get a midget to go in this, in this orangutan skin. And then we got hundreds of letters when the picture come out from fans who said, we don't understand it. The gorilla was this high. And, the, and it was only this high in the second half. And we never told them that we had had a, a, an orangutan with a midget in it. The ability to keep those memories with you is what makes living in the moment so much more valuable. You get so much more out of it when you learn how to actually see the past. Here's a story of getting in the elevator with Greta Garbo. Oh, God, this is just fabulous. Greta Garbo, did I ever tell you the story of her, the Thalbike so. building in New York? I don't think so. Would you in like California? to? California, yeah. She, <laughs> she used to affect very big hats. She was a very shy woman. She really was. And she had these big hats. And they had, the, this was a six-floor building, the Thalberg building in, in uh, Los Angeles. And she would back into the elevator if she had to go to the elevator because she didn't want anybody to see her or talk to her. She was such a big star. I was standing in the elevator, too, and she backed in. I didn't know who it was. Backing into the elevator so no one should make eye contact with her. She backed in. I didn't know who it was. And I took the back of her hat, which was away a up here, like this, <laughs> And I took the back and I lifted it down until her whole face was covered. <laughs> and she was furious. And she lifted the hat up and she looked at me and gave me a withering look. And I, I, I said, I'm terribly sorry. I thought you were a fellow I knew from Kansas City. It's <laughs> <laughs> a true story. It's a nice story. Yes. I met her sub subsequently about 10 years later at a party. Mm -hmm. And we discussed this, and she was very nice about it. Yeah. She had big feet, but she was a nice woman. <laughs> He's so witty, but he uses this art of storytelling with the past. It's valuable, not just in being a comedian, but in living your life. Well, in the world of sports, nobody used the reminiscing component of life better than Keith Jackson. And coming up next... You're going to hear that value, multiple generations watching college football, how he would weave that into his stories for his job as a sportscaster, the great Keith Jackson. Coming up next on the Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 
ESPN. Holy emoji, clap man. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy hamstrings. Along with Doc's clapper vision. Breathe deeply. And advice to callers. On your toes, Robin. So like, follow, and enjoy. A wise decision. The Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating. 